When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What it is, you know what it is, it's Tyrus. I decided to put out one of our favorite past episodes this week for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Enough said. Do you have any uh, video to to back up that story that you're working on pipes in your house? Are you are you legit? Because I'll turn the dead gun video on. You know what? Uh, I can't even see it, but I but I almost want to see it. Oh no! I almost want to see it. Don't question me. Oh no! Some horse. Send me a picture of your hands. You should have dirt under your fingernails. Look at this. You should be a hard work. You should be American hardworking male here. Look at this country. This is all country boy. Hey, I have a question. Any chance you have the same shirt on while you worked on the pipes that you had on with that awesome baseball game with your son? <laughs> you do you you do don't you i have another one very similar i'm gonna go ahead and take this video off because kate doesn't need to see any of this no she's but, uh, young and has her whole yes, life ahead gentlemen. Of her. so hey before we get started since uh, i was on the phone with my son before i got on he just got out of camp so he was telling me about camp but um so you and your son uh had an interesting day so tell us all about amazing. it amazing Man, um, I'll tell you what, guys. Like, uh, we wanted to go to a baseball game. Um, I, this was kind of twofold a little bit because uh, I we were being a little bit petty. Uh, my son had some issues with the baseball team, his high school baseball team. Um, <clears throat> he had earned an opportunity to go play baseball or go watch a baseball game. Uh, that opportunity was taken away from him. So his mom and I felt like he deserved – to still go to said game. And to be honest with you, we wanted it to be better than everybody else's. So we, um, we, we looked up for some tickets and we found fourth row on the field, uh, commissioner box, commission box tickets. Um, we got a chance to go into the dugout, go into the, go on the field. All food and drinks were, were, were part of the package deal. We sat in green seats, which were extremely comfortable. And as soon as we sat down in our seats, me and my son had two and a half hours of just fun. Just old school American baseball, watching our team try to win the game. We got to see DeYoung hit a home run. Um, we got to see a review play. Uh, you know how, you know, like a, a, a questionable call and they get to do the review well, it happened to be for a run for us, and um, I got to be in the stadium and hear the crowd go nuts when they when they changed the play, and it was you know it went for our direction. Um, just just a great opportunity for my son and I to have just some bonding like father son time, especially since he's going to be a senior next year and he's going to graduate school. I'm really trying to make like efforts to have all these just try to create as many moments as I can with him, and that was one of them. Oh, that's cool. Baseball with the old man, dude, is the best. I I grew up going to Indians games with my old man, excuse me, Guardians. 
I remember vividly being that it, it, it's the best and congratulations. That's awesome, Peter. It, well, and for him too, like I'm, I'm hoping like I created an opportunity for him. So when he has kids, he's like, I want to take my kid to a game. Just like, you know what I mean? And just, man, it was just pure, clean, no stress, no worries about what's going on at home. No worries about Bill. It was just me and him and the world was, it was just him and I in this, this little world of father and son, just loving the, the game of baseball, watching our team root for our team. You know, it's, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just, I actually remember. did a pretty good job. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, we just, you just have to learn. You know what it is? It's like you're telling a good story, and then you uh, you don't know how to end it, and you don't want to end it. <laughs> so then you keep you keep going on because you, you're just having a great story, but then you f- around and ruin your story because you don't have a good ending. You always got to have the you got to have that ending. Like with you know? some people's careers. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like. Did the gobbledygooker have a good ending? The question, you know, did he? No. Uh, no. You know? There's, there's, a, uh, there's a quote from Moneyball, the Brad Pitt. It's like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? And I think you were very romantic there, Trent. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I, was, I got a chance to talk to my son and go, like, this field's no different than the field you played on. Like, size-wise, the only difference is these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. They're on TV, and this is their full-time job trying to basically show him you can do this you know what i mean like this is if you want this it's not a far-fetched idea you know what i mean and that's yeah, it's sometimes just like when we were going to wrestling shows when we were kids you know yeah. we wanted we had to see it you know sometimes smelling yeah. the grass and seeing that you're almost as tall as the guy you looked up to on tv uh those those things can be factors you know, he uh, literally picked up dirt off the field and put it in his pocket. And then when he came home, he got like a little plastic bag. And he's like, Dad, this is the dirt from Bush State. Oh, man, I'm sorry. You, cool. you, you brought your child to an event and he stole. Man, that <laughs> I didn't see that coming from him. The lady. I, I got to be honest. The, uh, the little guy, maybe, but not the big guy. I'm gonna, <laughs> he had to take a little bit of that dirt with it. Yeah, you know, that's cool. But you know what? That means something because if he's able to put it back someday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah. That'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm sure the statutes and limitations of vandalism and theft. <laughs> petty theft. I mean, yeah. let's... Oh, well, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, and then, of the course, it depends it on the type minor. of grass. Um, you know, if it's Kentucky blue, Aaron, I don't need to tell you how expensive that is. So Yeah, we don't mess around here in Kentucky with grass. No, no. So, you know, he's almost our leading foremost expert on yep. – uh, you know, are you uh, trying to say my kid went to a game and was trying to pick up a felony? No, no, no. I, I believe no, he was trying to pick up some dirt. We were uh, like a no, that's, that's clearly not the child. It's the supervision. Yeah, there was, there was no grass stolen at all. No, no, no. In golf, you replace your divots. You don't keep your divots. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that's cool. Very gladiator of him. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You remember, okay, you know, one of the things, like, uh, you remember uh, when CM Punk was, he probably still does it, but I always thought it was goofy as is that he would do the gladiator entrance. He'd come out to the stage and be, like, picking up dirt. 
And I'd be like, there's yeah. no dirt there. What are you doing? But, you know. But then, I, but hold on. then he checks the time. Yes. And then he screams, like, so how many homages can, can you play to, to uh, different characters? Look, CM Punk's a lot of things, but Maximus Decimus Meridius, he No, is not. no, sir. Not in this lifetime or the next. Not even if death was smiling at him. He would not smile back. No, sir. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's be honest. How many of us, if death smiled at us, would smile back? It'd be like, now? Yeah. Like, a murdered son. He's not a husband to a murdered wife. And no. I don't think he's going to have his vengeance. In this life or the next. Nope. And, um, but that, that's an interesting point because um, with my recent um, health issues, which turned out to be extremely minor, um, but I consulted Dr. Google. And let's yeah. just say that's not a good thing to do. And no. I have it is never a good time to go, at least at, at this stage of life. I well, went through a bit of a midlife crisis. In my opinion, if you're allowed to call your shot, uh, I think you should do it at your highest moment. Of course. I think you oh, should yeah. be like, you know, and new, you know, and as soon as, <laughs> yeah. as soon as, because it's all downhill from there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've reached the top of the mountain. Why go through falling and having usually uh, one of your friends betray you and push you off the edge? If you could just push a button and say, well, that's my time. Later, Marks. Or start like, a podcast with yeah. people that have had similar experiences. Huh. Yeah. You know, going out in a blaze of glory is not is, – is, is a lost art. And people yeah. think that somehow going out in a blaze of glory is always like – Going postal at work when you get fired—that's not blaze of glory. No, that's that's that's, that's rude. That's rude. Yeah, blaze of glory is is if you do it on your terms. You know, if you just uh, Justin Gabriel probably has the greatest blaze of glory released yeah. firing of all time. Uh, and yeah, I, I love him. Yeah. He just said, "Ah, uh, kid, I'm going home," <laughs> and he just went home. Like he just went home. Yeah, he's just sitting yeah. there raw one day, wasn't booked, and said, "You know what?" I'm good. I'm going home. And he went home. And uh, while he was getting on the plane, they told him, hey, we have something for you. We have something for you. <laughs> Come back. And he yeah, was like, dark match? like, yeah, yeah he was like, yeah, I'm not falling for that. Like when you make up your, and not, let's take WWE out of it. Right. Cause that's his story to tell. But like when you make a decision in life that when you're done, not like reality TV show where they say I'm done every five minutes, but like yeah. you're you're the, the fed up stick, like you're done, like, and uh, there's nothing that can be said to you to bring you back. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like just, just no, there's nothing you can say. I'm gone. I'm it's done. Like you know, a relationship too. Once it's finally checked out, yeah. The second you see that person, everything could they could have worked out, could have been done. They could be smiling at your face. You're like. Nah, nah, I'm done. Nope. If you're on fire, yep. I wouldn't even tell you where the bucket is. Like I'm good. <laughs> yep. I think, especially in, in relationships, I think that's one thing. When and not just dating, but friendships too. When when something's when you're when you've got to the point where you because one of the most grossly overused terms there's two of them is I'm done with you and ride or die because I don't believe that there's that many people that are actually ride or die. Understand what that is saying. Like if you are a ride or die, which means that you are giving your life for this, in for support of this person that you're riding with, that also would mean like if that person committed murder, you'd take the rap for him. It's still you're still not dying. You spend the rest of your life in the penitentiary. 
So you're still riding and living. But when you say ride or die, that means literally there is nothing you won't do for that person. And I don't think well, there's any of us. Everyone draws the line somewhere. Yeah, there is no die. Yeah, if my yeah. wife murdered somebody, I ain't trying to raise my hand going, I'll take the bullet, babe. You go ahead and live the next 20 years. I'd probably let her, God love her, my queen. But, you know, yeah, you can't clean it up now. Blood. You're, you're, yeah. you're done. You're going to have to pay for that. I'm you using it. You're done. You just said that you wouldn't yeah. take a bullet from her. You just said you wouldn't, take, would. you wouldn't go I'd to jail. But see, okay, but, but that's the point. Okay, you fell for the trap. You'll take a sure. bullet in your flesh. Possible paralysis, loss of blood, at the very least, an awful scar. Yes. Rehab, might have to learn how to walk again, grip again, whatever. And if they use the hollow point, even worse. But you ain't sitting in the jail for. Well, and it's not so much sitting in the jail for. I, I would rather endure all of that than the possibility of somebody trying to take advantage of me. Got because it. we we all we all tough guys. Yeah. But sometimes numbers just come into play. Yep. And I ain't trying to be that lonely victim. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. But I, I got to be honest, I'll man. The, I, I I don't I'll know. Take you, the bullet before I. Aaron, you're bullet. one of the most selfish guys I know. But I'm honest about it. They like, are honest what, about it, and that's why. I, that's why. Ago. Yeah. But is there any situation ago. you're sitting in the house, and you sell smell smoke, but you're right at the door? Like you were, you were at the door to safety. Done. You see in the flames, but <laughs> the lady you've been dating for a month is upstairs napping. Do you risk the hair, the the skin, the possible career ending because you're an actor? Do you, do you risk all that to make the save, or is well, that where you're like, hey, I got mine, get yours? All right, man, I'm just going to keep this 100. I would think about it with anyone else. There's one woman that I'd be like, yes, absolutely, I I, I would do that for. Her Anyone aside, else, I, I think twice. I, I, yeah, carry aside, no, but no, sorry. I'll, I'll call 911, I'll get a garden hose, I'll do the best I can. But like, even with our friendship, a year ago, when we, um, you, you actually were kind enough to get us a car service from St. Louis to Nashville, yep, yeah, and we may have been a little bit late. And you know, the, hey, at NWA, everyone's the same. We were pulled into an office and questioned and yep. fined. And uh, I said, hey, Pat, I just want to let you know that this is 100% Tyrus' fault. <laughs> I remember um, that. Yeah, he drove I, the I, bus. Yeah, I, yeah I, he drove the bus. But he was standing in the same room. Yeah, he was going to uh, save his own self. And I believe I paid the fine across the board. Uh, yeah. You, yeah, no, no. You gave everyone the money to pay the fine except me. You yeah. gave me a $2 bill. Yeah, because I, I still said, have. I said go <laughs> f- yourself. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> I clearly remember you doing that, Aaron, and I go, what the <laughs> f- is going here's the, on? Here's the cold part. It was over. Pat was done. He was no longer like he said his speech. He was like, you know, I don't want to see this happen again. You guys are leaders around here, and I, I hate I had to do this. And, and all right, man, let's have a good show. And then Aaron goes, hey, before we go, I just one thing you need to know. Pat, what's that? This is 150% Tyrus' fault. I would just like to be, have that be on the record. No offense. My head didn't man. go down. I burned a f-ing hole through him. I was like, for real? <laughs> this is what it's all about, Manny? This is where we at? Huh? This is where we at? You can only do that to your friends, though, right? Like, yeah, or somebody you like. 
Either someone who's a father to a murdered son, a husband oh, to a slain God. wife. Aaron, I will have my revenge in this life or the next. Oh. <laughs> we'll be back with much more after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If we ever work a program, this will be excellent material. Yeah, well, we are. Life is a program. Uh, you're right. Amen to that. Well, go back to what you were. Hey, you brought up about talking to your boy. What, what you started off with me and then uh, you, we uh, were. Well, uh, he's been in camp the last week. He had just he, so he's been playing baseball pretty much uh, all year, and uh, he's been he was on three travel teams, three All Star travel teams, and now he's got a little bit of a break. But he's been training so hard at uh, D one training facility in Orlando that um, he's just become a little gym rat. So he's 11 years old and everything is around his training. So I wanted him to do some kid stuff, you know, so we put him in just regular ass camp. We like play and stuff. Right. And, but his camp is from nine, I think it's like nine to four, nine to three or something like that. And so he would have had to change his schedule at D1 or the coaches are like, he can take a couple weeks off. It's not going to kill him. He's 11. Instead, my son came up with, well, can I just train after camp? So he goes in at 6.30 after being at camp all day. And I, I couldn't have been more proud of him because I wasn't I wasn't pushing it. But he's like, Dad, I'm working so hard on my bench and my squatting and my deadlift. You know, I got to I gotta break your records, and I, I can't do them if I'm sitting at home. And I was – first of all, I was like, whoa, whoa, first of all, son, let's not – Let's slow down with a car wash, okay? Okay. Uh, you're only half me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, let's not let's not uh, go there. And but the look on his face was so intense. I was like, okay, all right, this ain't a game no more. And he's like, no, it isn't. I'm coming for you. And he said, uh, <laughs> now I watched the well, video. He said, I watched the video when you benched 525 pounds. I'm benching 130 pounds and I'm 11, so I'll catch you pretty soon. You only have a big – your lead is only that big. And I thought, I've got to do something to slow this kid down, maybe a punishment <laughs> no. of some sort. <laughs> no. You I wish I wish my children had that drive at 11 years old. Let's just, let's just break that down. Um, most kids at 11 years old, man, aren't that dedicated to really anything, let alone working out. So – his, Man, that's really hard. And you really have to be clever with kids because he's 11. I don't want him lifting. He And here's the thing. Most 11-year-olds or 12-year-olds, he'll be 12 the end of August, lifting weights, uh, uh, let me just say, is one of the worst things you can have a child do is lift weights because their body's growing and right. their muscles growing. And to grow muscles, you have to tear said muscles. And it's not a very good idea when especially boys are having those growth spurts. So you have to be very hey. careful. So when they told me that they had put 90 pounds on the bar for him to bench, I was like, excuse me, I don't think we should be using weight. Has, has the technology changed? Has the science changed? Because it could have. 
They could have found new discoveries that kids lifting weights early was a good thing. But as far as I could, all the research that I had had mean in, in years of being in the gym that usually you didn't want kids to start even lifting until like around 15 or 16. Yep, body. I'm back, by the way. I got yep. booted off. And sorry, boys. So I guess I'm, I'm misbearing Aaron. Hi, Mom. Uh, anyways, yeah, body weight till you're 15 is kind of the rule of thumb. Right. So he throws the bar up with so much aggression that they were concerned with it coming back down. So they put weight just to kind of slow his explosiveness up. And it turned into 90 pounds for six reps. And then it turned into, you know, 110 pounds. And then, but he's only allowed to do oh. one rep, you know, and then he put, I think he was right now. He did one, I think one thirty for one rep, but, and he's like, I'm coming for you. And I'm like, who are you talking to? First of all, where'd that base come from? You know, slow down, <laughs> slow down, you know, uh, he no longer plays me on the video game. He actually beats me up. He took my television title from me last night in a hardcore street fight. And I got to be honest with you, watching it on FaceTime, I was horrified at some of the things he was willing to do to his own father. Uh, <laughs> and then the worst insult to injury was he attempted to make me tap with a tongue and death grip. And I was like, you have no respect for me. And then did he, he said... Did he create himself? Was he playing as himself? Oh, yes, he you? did create himself, and he was shredded oh, and a high flyer. And I was good like, you him. know, we got to fix the mirrors in the house, son, because uh, <laughs> you and I aren't seeing the same thing here. And he's like, it's not going to stop me, Dad. It's not going to stop me. I'm taking your television title tonight, and I'm taking your world championship tomorrow. And I was like, oh, is that how it's going to be? And uh, just when I thought my guy was going to pull it out, uh, he slapped that damn tongue and death grip on me, and I said, how dare you? Use my own move. And he said, well, it was Pa's first. I said, then Pa blessed it to me. And I don't want to keep you up on events, pal, but uh, my tongue and death grip won the NW World Heavyweight Championship. I believe that makes it the greatest. I don't need to mention who that was with. But, you know, for the, you know, you know, we always, you always have St. Louis. So. Uh, Hold on. Now, was he playing on novice? Was he playing on no, no, no. He, he plays expert. He plays the highest level. He's oh. yeah. It's I. I was hoping for that too. I said, "Oh, you're playing uneasy," and he was like, "Expert? What are you talking about?" He also said that my bench, uh, the day that I destroyed Ryback's uh, ego, and he never returned to Hard Knock South. It's still one of the greatest exit speeches ever. By Ryback, yeah. uh, it was amazing. It was the most self-deprecating uh, please, thing ever. Please enlighten us. So, oh, he, uh, look, I suck. George is better. Yeah, Stuff like that. <laughs> it was. Oh. It was. It was. Uh, so he he put five oh two up, uh, five hundred two pounds up, and this is at the end of a workout. So he, he maxes. He does five oh two, and he did. But the, when he walked, he walked by me. And kind of gave me the like aggressive mm-hmm. nod, and I was like getting ready to leave. And he I, has that smirk on his yeah. face too, crooked he, tooth, kind of like yeah. He's, he, you know the deal. He yeah. thought he was in his own montage with slow motion music, like he was having a Rocky Balboa moment where he just beat Apollo Creed in the race <laughs> in the beach. Which I to this day, I f- that never happened. Uh, Rocky's a lot of things, but. Uh, I don't. He's not beating Carl Withers in a foot race no. at the beach. I mean, if you I refuse, look at the I refuse to believe that. You know, I, yeah. You know, I get Mr. T with a windmill punch, and you out jabbed him. I get it. But uh, 
So, and I just, I didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And then he does the, he does, I think he does 495 for two reps. And then he puts on the 502, looks at me, smirks, and does the 502, which then moves him up to second on the Hard Knock South bench press Dang. record. And it's clean, no suits, no nothing. It's just yep. generic, organic bench. So if you put a suit pause. on, he could easily. Pause. You got that pause in there too. You gotta. Yeah, you gotta he, hold he it. Tore his number one, correct? Yeah, he tore Big yeah. E Langston is number one, and um, uh, with the I believe five seventy, I believe is is was E's number. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Might be higher by now, but uh, uh, and so second is kind of like the you're not going to catch Jordan. But second is it was kind of pretty heated, and even Cena started sneaking up there. I think he got as close as like I want to say four sixty five. Um, I think there's a four eighty five on there for him. If I yeah, he might have he might have got up to that. It's possible, and we're not taking in this height, weight, size, any of that because uh, then you know then you got to talk about uh, EC three, who is an animal yep. amongst him amongst men. Uh, Wolverine, think- Wolverine ain't got. On EC3 in the gym, period. The, the percentage, I believe, I had the lead of the 11.2%. Yeah. I believe you did. Yeah. I believe you did. And Can't uh, do any yeah. of that now, but yeah. It doesn't matter. You did it once. It's in the record books. Yeah. I've seen you drink a beer and squat 700 pounds. So it's, <laughs> yeah, those are the days. Uh, we had a hell of an arm workout two weeks ago, too, when he was in Louisville. Yes, we did. Yeah. I, I believe he did, Aaron. Uh, I'm not so sure you did. But uh, so Ryback does the 502. And gives me the his little sniff thing he does, <laughs> and I went, "This mother you sniffed me." And I looked over, and the boy's like, "Yeah, it looked like he sniffed you." And I was like, "Well, I guess." I said to Rob, "You know what, man? Uh, what's he got on there?" And Rob said, "Those of you who don't know Rob Hardnock South, Rob McIntyre, he's a Vulcan. He's not a human being at all. He's, he's a, not human. No, he's not human. There's no way this guy's human." And. uh Probably, uh, does he have an ounce of fat anywhere? I, I mean, he's Rob, just as his, as he's dadded up a little bit, and he's a little less in the gym. I'd say he has a. I don't want to say fat on him, but he has some sort of substance that isn't pure right. raw muscle. But yeah. he's but typically he's pure Vulcan. Uh, yeah, you're saying skin? Uh, no, he's he's, he's like long jacked. Like his muscles. Like if he doesn't flex, you're like, oh, this dude's in great shape, and then he flexes, and you go, what the. F- where yeah, you, he's, yeah. the most, he's the most he's, jacked guy who doesn't care about being jacked. Yeah, mind. no, it's all for the name of science. His muscles yeah, are, yeah. are yeah. muscles are arbitrary. They're in the way of him becoming the perfect drummer. Like everyone has a job. <laughs> everyone has yeah. a job that's not the job, you know. But so I said, hey Rob, put uh uh put a two and a half on each side. He said five oh five. And I was like, yeah. Ryback looked at me without even blinking and was like <laughs> And uh, I walked over, got under there, set up, threw it up, boom. And uh, take him off the board, put him back to three. And he just stared at me. <laughs> and I, I stared back at him. And I was like, and I gave him the sniff back. I said, it's cool, big guy. I'm just a bigger guy. And I was very proud of that. And then good line. he starts walking to leave, stops, turns around. And says, I want to thank you for taking away my dreams. I want to thank you for trying to destroy my manhood. Uh, the only way I can describe the feelings I'm having right now in my chest is that you walked into my home, took my wife on my dinner table, 
started to raise my children under your moral compass and wouldn't even get up when I entered my house. I'm going to go now. And I'm never coming back. I'm never coming back. Why do guys take themselves so seriously? Good good day. Good day, gentlemen. Good day. Uh, if, if one one tenth of what we did in that building, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, we, we'd have to kill the everybody. Best sitcom yeah, of all time. Yeah, oh, it's so the greatest it's not, sitcom of all time. Be on the air. Yes. No, we'd yeah. all be we'd all be hiding in 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 uh, we would be in uh, Venezuela right now selling yep, teepee on good. the side of the road under yep. assumed names. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> hiding 100%. hiding from the FBI. James Comey would, yep. would refuse to step down until he brought us in. <laughs> yep, <laughs> he'd be like the dean in Animal House, and we yeah. just keep secret double probation yeah. <laughs> every spring. The toilets explode. Yep. <laughs> that dude was a great actor. Oh, he's fantastic! If you've never yep. seen him in Outlaw Josie Wales, amazing! Like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. he could have shot. He could have ended the movie when they screwed over and shot all his men. He had a piece right there. He could have shot the commissioner but he you know he had a he had a role of honor but he was like he he had the greatest line ever and i've used it my entire life he said hey we got a saying back home too man don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining and that to me was and i'm like i want to say i'm like eight years old or some like that and that was like the greatest line and i was i couldn't get it right for a decade i'd be like don't piss on me and say wait no if you pee on me when it's raining Mm -hmm. i'll kick your ass no wait no hold on you shouldn't rain when it when it's no. Don't pee in the rain. Like I could never get it right. <laughs> well, what was so great, like Caddyshack and Animal House, and like the movies of our past when movies were good, was that the comedies they always had serious actors yes. in the bad guy role. So like Caddyshack with Ted Knight. Yeah, you know, perfect heel, like, perfect heel. Right. Mm-hmm. And great line. The world needs ditch diggers too. <laughs> I used to, okay. but that was also back when people had a little bit thicker skin. You no, know you mean? know what it is. It, I, people still have that thick skin. The problem is that the the exploiters and the cowards are the ones in front of the camera who will try to create fake tragedies over jokes so they get attention, and it's become a career. Yeah. Like it's you're professionally hurt. You're a professional victim. Yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. he made a joke. So what? It's a joke. You know, I hate to be Michael Scott, but it's supposed to be awkward here. You know, it's just. It's, you know what? what what's that? Like talking about the bad guys and stuff, right? Like, in my opinion, the 80s, like when you had so much more room to just kind of be what you want to be. Right. And in, in terms of artistically. Right. And I, yeah. I, did I cut you off, Tyrus? I mean, I didn't, no, I didn't no, 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 not at all. Like, like, if we look at the movie, okay, because I was actually having this debate with an actor about two weeks ago. Um, and, you know, the, this actor was a little younger and, you know, kind of views the way Hollywood's going as a good thing. And I was like, if you look at the movie Commando, awesome. right? Who, who the hell is going to argue with that, right? Like, he, he said it. It's awesome. Look at the bad guy, Vernon Wells, as Bennett. Yeah, when, with that chain mail and that knife. Yeah. And it was it was over the top, but at the same time, it was believable enough to enjoy the movie, and that was it. Like you didn't have to really make some kind of a statement or or do anything, right? Like it, it was just very much like entertainment. And I, I feel that 
that's kind of gone away where everyone feels like any project they do has to solve the world's problems. Or yes. Make some kind of a statement. And I just hate it. Instead of just do, just give us something to not think about for an hour and 20 minutes, man. Can you do that? Yeah. Well, yeah. it seems like all, all the, the, you know, the ones that really try to do it now are kind of, kind of fizzling out and bombing. Cause didn't like Pixar have a terrible. Well, terrible because they're doing release. woke comedy. <laughs> There's nothing funny about being woke. No, not even a little bit. Not one bit. And no one's I mean, watching Bud Light suffers pretty funny to us, but at the same time, you know, not to the people whose jobs depend on some idiotic decision. He's what's his face, her face, either way. Well, and he defended his position. He said, "We're going to continue to to do like." Which I was like, "Wow, is this some kind of a super like weird marketing strategy, or did he just like become absent on the day that that was taught in school?" Um, it, it was pretty. Did you guys see that last week? Yeah, well, he's a, also a former CIA person, too, so he's probably some sort of asset, and no. we're all taking this for a ride. Well, there you go. Hold it right there. We'll be back in a bit. Things escalated quickly. Yeah. I was going to say, that got quiet. Like, we went like, I thought you had a point, Aaron. I was like, uh, uh, where are you going with this, Briz? Um, no, I was just saying where, like, you know, again, where everyone, it, it's become fashionable to make some kind of a political or social statement, and, like, there's a just there's a genre of entertainment which is entertainment for entertainment's sake. Like uh, on MGM, it's art. Uh, the the Latin phrase, artist gratis arte, or something like that. But it, it's art for art's sake. You know, and, right. and sometimes you just want to be taken out, uh, especially with the way the world is now, where I, I've deleted both of my social media accounts or the apps from my phone. So when I post something, I have to re-download the app, and I post it because. It's called a mental diet, right? And right. we're being fed so much garbage. I mean, you you cannot turn on Instagram or Twitter or anything and see, oh, the world is ending and this is ho horrible. And, like, it's just enough, man. And uh, and I've been doing it for a week, and it's actually really helped me because uh, enough is enough. No, I, I, think, I think it's starting to be – people are starting to realize, you know what? I've, I've had enough of this And – are starting to wake like I'm down to I have two forms of social media but they're linked so it's like I have one but I, I it's like pulling teeth getting me to post and I know you know the, you got to get your brand out there you got to get you this out there but then I started thinking most of the people on social media especially like the trolls and stuff do I really need to give them stuff to keep them busy like you know if we all just stayed focused on in the now as Harry Smith would say and working uh, and focusing on bettering ourselves, we don't necessarily have to stop to let everyone see what we're doing, even though that's kind of what I do at my job. But the 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 point is though, if you can leave it alone, like I took all the technology away from my my kids this summer, and other than calling their moms to say like, "Hey, what's up?" That's it. Go outside, like there's figure it out. We're not. And the first 48 hours, I was I was Hitler to my kids. And then, sure. but then now, they literally don't ask for them at all. Don't even think about it. You know, nice. they're, they're, my daughters are challenging me. That's one thing lately, all my kids are calling me out. They must, they must smell I'm injured or something because uh, they have swim team. And at the end of swim practice, my daughter said to me, and their swim practice is rough. 
Like they're filming, they're swimming all kinds of laps and stuff. And my daughter was like done with practice. And she heard me say, I was talking about when I was in competitive sports. I said, I was the first one there, last one to leave. And I, what I didn't want to tell her is because I talked too much. <clears throat> and, uh, but Lyman, we usually are the last ones off the field. So she was like, okay, I'm going to do more laps than my teammates today. And I was like, okay. She's like, how many? And I said, I'll give you five bucks for every extra lap you do. And uh, I forgot who I was dealing with. Uh, we played this game before when she was running laps for charity at school. And I said, yeah, I'll give you five bucks a lap, thinking she's going to do like four for a mile in like an hour. She did, At lap number 27, she turned and looked at me and said, you better pay. Uh, <laughs> so, wow. So, yeah. So Georgie did 18 laps after swim practice. And then her sister, Nari, was like, I'm not. He's How much is a lap? I said, five bucks, homie. And she did 18 laps. And then now their thing is after practice, they swim their extra laps. They do at least two extra laps a day, uh, no matter what. And some days they do more or less or whatever. They do less when I'm not there. Uh, but And I was like, this is – this is what happens when you take the technology away. They start going back to being kids and having lots of energy and pushing themselves. And they're not getting instant gratification. They have to work for it. And they had to, she wanted that extra money because she wanted a $100 shopping spree on Amazon. So, but I'm not just going to give it to her. But I've just noticed that an entire change in their, their sleeping habits, 1,000% better. Uh, they're less frustrated, less irritable, less like they're focused on what they're doing. Uh, telling a kid to do a chore when they're looking at their phone is about the most annoying thing. Or anybody who who is dating a woman when she's on the phone and won't take her eyes off it is one of the most annoying things on the planet to me. But I'm not seeing any of that. And it's literally just been uh, about two weeks or maybe it's a little bit longer than that. But since I've took oh, oh three weeks. Since I've taken it away, no one's asked me for an iPad. No one's asked me for their for their iPhone other than to call their moms and say hi. But other than that, they're busy. And and it's like I'm like seeing that it doesn't take long. You got to go through a couple days of, of the BS of them whining and crying about it. But if you are if you stick to your guns and you hold them accountable, they will move on from it. You know, and we see the parents who let their kids throw a temper tantrum and then they go get the thing. And I'm like, you're done. You're done. You now have a roommate. You don't have a child anymore. This this kid ain't going nowhere. Mm. And worse, it's a it's well, a roommate that doesn't pay rent. Well, remember when we were kids? Like I know it's a different time, but I was a streetlight kid. You know what I mean? As soon as the streetlights came on, I had to be home. But before that, most of my parents didn't really. Nobody knew where I was. I didn't know where I was going. No, I, I could hop on my bike and, and be gone for the day. You just you were just yeah out. and. There were times I got in fights. There were times I got invited into friends' houses and had great meals. There were times that I was, you know, was swimming in people's pools and shitting a bit. Like, but I was having fun as a kid, and I was using my imagination, and I was enjoying the world, not what was, not that little. And you also were taking risks and having to make decisions and consequences. Yeah. Yes, and realizing like some people, you know, is this worth getting in trouble for? And also, too, that's, you know, where I got, you know, a couple first kisses and, you know, got the little man becoming a boy, our boy becoming a man. 
Uh, well, you're not really supporting let the kids run the streets here, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I totally like support you in that aspect of just taking the kids away from the electronics for a little while. Not to mention, dude, that drive you keep talking about with your kids. I, I would encourage it, man, because the opposite. Oh, I do. Like it's it's one okay, of the coolest things. As, yeah. as a as a father, it's one of the coolest things is when you see your kids showing that work ethic. And it's not like they're finishing first and second in swim team. I mean, they're doing the best they can, and that's yep. all I ask them. And you know, was and and sometimes with girls, they 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 try to give them so many outs, and I hate that. So my my girls were doing the backstroke and Nari bumped her head, so you know she cried, and then the coach took her out of the water and walked her over to me and she was like, oh she bumped her head and you know I said I saw it and I said how are you doing? She's like, oh, you know I hit my head and I'm mad. I said yeah, but you still owe two laps because she hadn't mm-hmm. finished the last two laps of practice. And I said you're gonna finish strong, right? And um, she looked at me and she was like, yes, all right, high five, let's go, go to work, and then we'll rest afterwards. The coach looked at me like I was evil, and I was like, no, my do- I'm not. I'm not going to pick her up. And if she was hurt, hurt, but are you injured or are yeah. you hurt? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, right. you know, can you, can you fight through it? Can you work through it? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, and she did, and she did her two laps. And then afterwards, the practice, she's like, oh, I got to do my – I'm going to do two more. I said, all right, good job, sweetheart. We get home in that dinner time, and she was like, yeah, man, my coach was like, you sure don't go sit with your daddy? And I was like, nope, I'm a champion. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah. I said, hey. She's like, but I didn't win any of the races. I said, no, you didn't. You didn't. You did your best, and that's all I ask. But we don't well, quit. Anything we start, we don't quit. We don't quit anything. Even if we don't play, it, even if the coach doesn't put us in, we will be there early and we will be ready when the time comes. And, hey, they might not even call on you, but that's life. But it's not going to be because you're not prepared. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. 100%. And sometimes yep. you, not everyone gets to be the star of the team. Sometimes you got to work your way up. And if you, you know, if you don't work your way up or you work as hard as you can, but everybody else is – just one step ahead of you, then you know when you get into making decisions about other sports and stuff, you can you can make a decision then. But we don't quit because we're not doing well. Hard times builds good times. So, and I'm a huge proponent of that. And but I but the world has changed. Parents were looking at me like if it was my son, they wouldn't have said anything. But I'm like, no, my da- my daughters have dreams just like my son does. You know, and they're like, you know, I'm gonna play in the WNBA or I'm gonna do this or do that. Um, or whatever they whatever they're talking about as far as their dreams go, and I won't do the oh well you're girls so you can't do that. I'm like no, because my one of my daughters told me that she was going to be the first woman to play in Major League Baseball, and I said, "Hi, right, honey. Well, it hasn't been done yet, so go ahead." You know, but there's got to be a first. There's got to be a first. But the point is, is do I think she'd do it? No, but it's not the it's not going to be because she didn't try. You know, and she'll change her mind. My kids change their mind. They're one week they're veterinarians, one week they're professional wrestlers, and they're. Stand-up comedians, and then they're veterinarian again, and they're, they're a police officer, and you know all that kind of not stuff. Our, yeah, not know. our job to choose for them. It's our job. No, no, no. We just be there. You know. Yeah, you know, my kids are the same way. My son used to want to be a firefighter, then he wanted to be a wrestler. Now he wants to be MLB player. Like you just support him in whatever it is, because you know as well as I do. Though, when it comes time, they're ultimately going to have to be the ones to make that decision. And they're going to make that decision. I believe Aaron's family wanted him to be a police officer and a stand-up individual. 
Absolutely not. No, my father just retired. Uh, it was last year after 44 years on the force. And uh, I was never allowed to even think about being a police officer. I was actually never allowed to play baseball because my father was worried the other kids would uh, laugh at me because I, I was apparently uncoordinated as a child. Yet um, I've obviously demonstrated superior athletic prowess in life. But I, I don't want to get into my childhood <laughs> on the air because that's a whole nother topic. Um, which I've, you know, I'm in therapy for. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, we, can, we can move on. First step is admitting there's a problem. Oh, there's more than one, buddy. Yeah, I know. I travel with you for the last. Yep. You know, uh, I, I had an interview today. I had an interview today. And the guy was like, yeah, you know, I was thinking you hadn't been in the business that long. And I was like, what? And uh, he was like, but then I realized that you used to be Brodus Clay. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Way to do your homework, pal. You love when interviews start like that, don't you? And I was just sitting there like, well, what What are we doing now? Okay. He's like, matter of fact, I interviewed you in the WWE. I was like, yeah, well. Okay, wait a minute. You know, like, know that two or two, he thought there was two different people. Like, even my kids know that, that there's there's only, you know, they thought they never thought Brodus Clay was a separate person. They just thought dad can't dance. But, uh, no, but like, he, here's the thing on that. Like, okay, I've I've changed my look up, right, to where people like will be like, oh wow, like I didn't know that was you because I've yeah. shaved, I've yeah. gained what. Like, you kind of like no, you you essentially are the you know and, and yeah, you've changed facial hair, but like no, there's no mistaking you. I mean, you're yeah, you're six eight, three hundred something pounds. Like you know, it's it's very distinct. It's, it's weird, you know? Yeah. It's like, like how would you not know that? What the hell? He, brother was like, oh, man, so you've been, like, long time. I said, yeah, since 2006. He was like, wow, what's that like? Uh, apparently. What's that eventually. like? What's that like? That's, yeah. Oh, those interviews are horrible, bro. Like, horrible. You know from just that one question. That everything's going downhill from there because that yeah, guy you know, and then when we get into it, you know, we get into the the, the stuff or whatever, and um, I started talking about the art of telling stories, and that's what makes them come back. And I was, you know, because we we kind of got into it in depth in the last uh, podcast or whatever, but um, and it's funny because he was like, "What would it take to bring back the sleeper hold?" I said, "One match, man. That's all it yeah. takes." It takes one match, one guy to go, hey, I'm bringing this back tonight, and I need everyone to fall in line. And uh, he was like, oh, I thought it'd be hard on that. Nope. I said. The problem is no one thinks that's cool anymore, so nobody wants to do it. But- well, because they rather, you know, uh, I'll never forget, and this is when I was green as hell, but uh, Boogeyman was coming to Deep South to train, and he wanted to do a splash off the top rope. What? And he was practicing and practicing, and he's splashing on the um, punching bag from the top rope. And that don't feel good. I don't care who you uh-uh. are. And um, I remember saying to him, and I was I asked, I asked uh, Fit Finley if I could, may, may I, I said, may I ask a question? And he was like, yeah, what do you got? <laughs> like, almost like, I, this ought to be good. And I said, well, you're the boogeyman, right? And you come out when people fall asleep, and then you put worms in their mouths. And <laughs> why don't you just put them in a sleeper and then put the worms in them? And uh, Oh, that's badass, yeah. And he looked at me, 
Finley was like, eh, you know, because Finley, you got to earn it. Right. He, yeah. He's not. Gonna, he's not going to give it to you. You yeah. know, like you got to earn it. And uh, he was like, that's not a bad idea. And he looked at me. He goes, nah, I want to come off the top rope. So, and again, I was in no position to say anything other than, okay, I was just, just a thought, you know, then he continued to do the the splash off the top rope. But the argument was like, you could do that every night. You could do it till you were 90. Literally, there's no, you know, no way you could get, get hurt applying a sleeper hold, but it just. And Marty wasn't a spring chicken. No. When he got in this business. No. And it's one of the most protected gimmicks. I mean, he's still, if you ever watched him travel in the airport, he, you don't know who he is. <laughs> I've never seen him. If he's got the, if, if he's not wearing the makeup, he's got that veil on, which I think is awesome. But that's just one of those things where you, you're not sure of yourself yet, but I think if he would have thrown the sleeper in there, he probably would have had a much more substantial run than he did, I think. It was such a great game. Not to mention, we could do that to anybody. Anyone. Like You go to sleep, small, and then he goes yeah. for the worms. It's you know, it's up there with, like, Beefcake can put you to sleep and cut your hair. Jake hits you with a DDT and got the snake. Like, it became where they, all, the entire match would be leading up to, when is he putting to sleep and getting the worms? Like, they yeah. would build, you would build everything was to that moment. And that's a hell of a lot easier to do than six Hurricane Ranas and a 780-50 splash to the floor through a table <laughs> and then pick the guy up and roll him back in to shoot him off. Like, there's, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that, people, and it's so simple. The business that we're in is so simple. We always figure it out when we're just about done with it. But I guess that's life. You know, it's like you figure out how a marriage well, works and then she serves you with divorce papers. <laughs> that reverts back to the old school of having veterans teach young guys. Yeah. And that is not the case anymore. So. No, well, in my defense, I had it figured out pretty early. It was everything else that I had screwed up, which is what led me to, you know, yeah, that, that's not better. <laughs> that's not better. Aaron. No, it's, it's not. I'm saying it's not. It's, yeah. You had it all saying, figured oh, out in the oh, ring, oh. but as soon as you stepped out of the ring, it was, Quicksand. Absolute mess. Yeah. But yeah, well, luckily, all of you guys were there for me, so I appreciate that. Yeah, and still are. We, whether we wanted to or not, that's how it works. You had the choice. <laughs> well, you did, but yeah. thank you. Well, misery loves company. So, you know, we were we were miserable together, but being paid well. So it's, it all it all worked out. And we're we're well, still we're still doing it. So um but that's it. Yep. So I'm we're gonna, here. We're that's here. Right. And um before we go, because I gotta get ready to catch a flight, fingers crossed that it's not canceled or delayed seventeen thousand hours, so I can get my ass home. EC three. I have noticed we're all kind yeah. of phoning it in on social media. You, on the other hand, you keep putting yeah. out these videos and stuff, man. That I gotta be honest, is movie quality. Getting a little well, bit you know, irritated. To be fair, yeah, I, I. Uh... I haven't been as good as I'd like, but I appreciate that. What I like to do is, you know, I'll f I just see what's trending and try to kind of steal it. You know, with the screen, like you can screen capture the someone else's like movie things. You can put your own stuff behind it. Sometimes late at night, if you see a decent little thing I did, it's because I got in a weird and creative mood. But uh, as far as like how to hit algorithms and the marketing and like, is this providing value to the fans? Like, I don't know, but I, I put myself like, I'm going to probably put myself in gladiator tonight after a conversation. Today. Yeah, I think you have to, you know? Yeah, I think so. But like, you'd be a good yeah, Marcus you know? Aurelius. I, I think you can pull um, them off. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. And Aaron clearly. I am reading meditations. I am reading Aaron meditations. clearly could be a great comicus. Oh, he's so comicus. Yeah. Man, remember with like two swords and then he stabs him in the heart before the big fight, but yep. still like just cover the just. cover the wound. <laughs> like he set him up. All he had to do was wait it out. And he couldn't even wait it out. No. I don't know who that was, but I, I I would pay to see EC3 as Gladiator, and I, I would yeah. watch that and retweet. They're that. making a sequel, apparently. How? Wow. Yeah. Everyone's dead. I I think the only person in it is the uh, Digimon Houston. Huh. Well, I think he's in it. Well, well wouldn't the like, sister still be alive? Well, he'd he'd be yeah. Caesar now. I'm sure he yeah. got overthrown. Huh. That's yeah. like I heard they were making a sequel to Passion of the Christ. It's like, wait a minute, how do you make a sequel to that? Well, well, he comes back, doesn't he? Does he go to hell and like, what, like Passion of the Christ too? The Pope, you know, like how yeah. is that? He, he comes, comes back, back. Yeah, but Jesus will come back in a tank and some M thirteen, you know, M thirteen Black Hawk helicopters. It'll it'll be all Hollywood wise. Yeah, I'll give you redemption, but first you must have my vengeance. Yeah, back back in black <laughs> kicks in. Like, yep, that's a new movie, boys. That's a movie right there. Let's then his dad's got to step in and. Yeah. Do some parenting and talk him down. So mm-hmm. this is what it's not all about. This is what we're talking about. Just, like I see Commando in 2023 with the JC in the lead role, obviously, as Arnold oh, going yeah. to the island. And then he got Pontius Pilate with the chain mail on. And they got a big fight in the end. And then he throws a pipe wow. to him and says, let off some steam, Pontius. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A 35 and change production. I'm with it. <laughs> you know, we were the only ones that knew how funny that was, but screw it. We, our listeners will hopefully be clued in someday. That'll be not. an Easter. That'll be an Easter egg they can find in a couple of years. Yeah. 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 Well, that was awesome. All right, fellas. Um, another good run. So yeah. I am hopefully catching a plane tonight with all this travel stuff. But hey, I, like I, guys, oh. like before we go, man, I I got this building. I'm thinking of running Cleveland August 12th. If you guys are available, let's you know figure it out. You know we'll have a wrestling show. Just saying. Yeah. Good. Uh, are we able to do a live episode of The Wise Men? Like live, like with a crowd? Uh, or... I mean, yeah, I, I could probably arrange just about anything. Really? Yeah, it's his show. Because that's win. something that, that we can we can pull off a live yeah. episode of the yeah. live yep. I, Ask Kate because I kind of want to take her on a date too, so that'd be cool. Oh, oh wow, love is in the air. Oh. <laughs> this Kate is hearing this. She's hearing it all. She's got to be shaking her head. She's like, These guys. Uh, no, I think they're all gone. All right. So she'll have a surprise in editing. <laughs> all right, excellent. All right, boys. Are you, are you uh, not in Chicago? Hey, are we all. Are you not in Chicago? Yeah, our champ has a bad knee, unfortunately. Oh, so. yeah. Son of a gun. I forgot all about that. I wasn't yeah. sure he was going to be able to make it. Yeah, it kind of helped you win a cup. So. Oh, man. That's, that's, a, that's a tough deal, buddy. I hope you, hope you get healed up from that. It seemed man, to work we... out for me. Yeah, well, you hey. know, uh, got to be ready for the chase. <laughs> the only the only place I ever took an L in the NWA. So uh, I'll be it's ready. It's a tough building. Who, all right. Whomever that will be. Hmm. It's gonna be me. Well, if you don't, if you're not tag champs by then, you and Knox, man, you guys are taking the world by storm. But anytime, that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah. Anytime you want to dance, man, my card is always open. 
All right. I appreciate uh, the offer. Goes for and Aaron, I know you're a manager and but I still got one ass whipping left for you. No, no, just a manager, man. I have no business in a professional wrestling ring. I am a manager. That's what I file on my taxes. Sorry. <laughs> Bobby Behenan would be so proud of you. I, I try. All right, fellas, you guys have a hell of a 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you too, man. Happy Independence oh. Day. Yeah, yeah. America. Yeah, my, my mom's my mom's watching the five. You going to be out here when I come out? Uh, not tonight. I'm going home. So I'm, I'm heading right, home. Buddy. I was on last week, right. but, uh, yeah, right. no, I got, uh, tried to talk me into it and I'm like, brother's going home. So, uh, cause I don't want to be stuck here all weekend. I think it's going to be horrible traveling. So those of you who are traveling this weekend, good f-ing luck. luck. Yeah. But I right, fellas for more podcasts like this, just like this, you can check us out at foxnewspodcast.com. This has been Tyrus and the wise men. Enough yeah. said. Listen ad-free with Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.